What if there were a place where wanting it all meant getting it too? New Cape Line sparkling cocktails are swooping in to transport you to a seriously delicious paradise. I think you know at this point that they come at you with all the flavor you want, nothing you don't, and margarita, hard strawberry lemonade, and blackberry mojito varieties. Plus, they're made with just six simple ingredients and nothing artificial. Welcome to having your cake and eating it too. It's kind of like fighting with Luke P and then not sending him home. Head to capeline.com and find out where you can get your hands on the go-to drinks of this summer. Welcome to Capeline. Celebrate responsibly. 2019 Capeline Beverages, Memphis, Tennessee. When hunger strikes, just remember this set of numbers. 90, 10, 1. That's 90 calories, 10 grams of protein, 1 gram of sugar. These are the numbers of Protein One, a bar that fills you up without loading you up. Available in four tasty flavors that will help kick your cravings. Try Protein One for your next snack emergency. They're available at all major retail outlets like Target, your local grocery store, Amazon, and wherever else you shop. And now, let's batch. Luke Pete, he hates the fact that I'm calling him out on all his Tomorrow, he gets a one-on-one with Hannah. And he's not sure if he wants to be here. That's his first thought. He's giving my girl, Hannah, mixed emotions. But she sees his She loves his exterior, but she's reading through that exterior and getting to the interior. And she's gonna see that he's a Loch Ness monster. Hannah's gonna see it. She's gonna realize the real Luke P. He's a Luke Ness monster. Welcome to Bachelorette Party, presented by Cape Line. I'm Juliette Littman. Luke, so much Luke. And to talk about it, I've still got Rob Mills here. Hi, Rob. Hi. <laughs> I would say welcome back, but obviously we just say same day. Oh, as, so you're, you're actually, okay, so we we're not going to play it off? As I think that would be weird, don't you think? I, it's fine with me. It's your pod. <laughs> I don't care. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Of course. Last week on Thursday, we talked about how much I don't care about Luke. Among, among yeah. many other topics that if you're a diehard Bachelor Nation fan, I think you'll enjoy it. So check out that podcast. We actually do need to truly dig into Luke now because now all to, of this boy, week's episode was all about Luke. And honestly, as I started watching it, I was like a little, I was just like a young myself mm-hmm. looking for shots of Tyler C. And I was just, all I was I met with was um, so, Luke. Hey, B. you got a little bit in a kilt. I was actually. If like, there's any thing. outtakes, by the way, I will, <laughs> I will send them to you. That might break some laws. <laughs> Do you know there was a time um, when this goes back when he was actually really well liked when Mel Gibson did Lethal Weapon, mm. and there's a scene in the very beginning where he's getting out of his bunk beds. Oh god! And you see like, That's like his, Ben Affleck you see in the shower. Butt, see his butt naked, right? And there was, I think, Us Magazine actually like froze it and did a picture of it, and people like. Would take that love. That was so a different if I time can for find that for Tyler, say, yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, we were. It's a very different era. Um, this, 1987, but um, yeah, I'll see if if we have something like that of Tyler C. Thanks, um, Rob. I'll try and get that for you. You're a real team player. I am. Um, <laughs> we are in Scotland this week, and before going to Scotland, Luke S. Uh, By the way, one other quick thing. I'm yeah, sorry about Tyler no C. Problem. Sure. My favorite thing about Tyler C. Ever mm-hmm. was last week's episode. Yeah, where Luke holds up the definition of psychopath. Oh, yeah. And Tyler C. <laughs> screamed for a second and goes, did he get this off Urban Dictionary? <laughs> Tyler's, so funny, too. Tyler's really that good That was freaking media. funny. Tyler yeah. is very good social media. That was media. amazing. That's part of his charm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. I, mean, I have to stop talking about him for two reasons. One, this is supposed to be a podcast mm-hmm. with The Bachelorette. And number two, should I ever meet him? It could just get um, beyond embarrassing. So I, I need Why? to move Didn't on. Didn't he used to talk about this about Ben Higgins? And now you guys are like... Ben is so so nice and, and like... 
I don't know if Tyler would, would be as as unfreaked out as Ben is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. Hi, Ben. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so <laughs> this episode mm-hmm. picks up where it left off last week. Yes. Luke P and Luke S having a showdown in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. We're still in the mansion. And then no, we, we're not in Los Angeles. We're in Newport, oh, Rhode sorry, Island. In Newport, Rhode Island. Is it, that mansion from the interior looked a lot like the Bachelor Mansion? Yeah, a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah, beautiful, scenic, wealthy Newport, mm-hmm. Rhode Island. That's right. And Hannah is about to do the, the rose ceremony and Luke S. stops her and says, Hannah, can I talk to you? And mm-hmm. she, iconic response from Hannah. She's like, yeah, I guess. Sure. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. so, so unexcited. She really, it is amazing. It's like, oh God. She really doesn't want yeah, to Yeah, she's like, I don't have a fuck to give. Yeah, she just yeah. is like, fine. Mm-hmm. I will say also, I think um, Hannah's glow up has been really amazing. She looks really great this mm-hmm. season. She yeah, was, looked good previously, but I would say like her, the kind of the wear and tear of the Luke drama was mm-hmm. very visible yes. in, in this agree. episode. And when they got to Scotland as well, like she is like obviously mm-hmm. having a hard time dealing with this. And I thought she looked great, but like just sort of out of sorts a little bit and a little bit off her mark. I would agree. It, well, where she looked the best and we can tell it was on, as she talks about the date without Luke P. Yes. It was just fun. Yes. I mean, her and, and Pete. And as all the guys wanted to point her out. Her and Pete on the, the pool table. Oh my God. Was like, I was like, God, she, that's Michelle Pfeiffer She's and those Baker boys yeah. both in like actual scene, but also like she looks as good as her. She looks great in that dress. Gorgeous. Yeah. Totally. So she is, she is hot for pilot Pete. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. Oh God. Yeah, absolutely. I think that she's, um, you know, we talked about this before. I think she's like so attracted to him. Like she can't yes. control. He hasn't even had mm-hmm. a one-on-one. We've no, barely, I know. We yeah. barely know anything about pilot right. Pete, but I feel like he's been on the show a lot. Cause mm-hmm. she's so into him Yeah, or something like it's true. that. It's kind of, I would agree. I'm into it, but so Luke asks, pulls her aside mm-hmm. and he excuses himself from the show. He just bows out. Do you think that's because he was sort of over her or do you think he thought he wasn't getting a rose or do you think, um, yeah, I, I, I think he knew he I wasn't winning. I found it odd. Yeah. I think he mm-hmm. knew he wasn't winning. So wasn't winning. Like, I don't it. even think he was getting his passport stamped. Like, yeah. I don't think he w- was going to get a rose that night. I'm surprised that. Or maybe he would have just because she would have felt bad. I don't know. I mean, the biggest loss of this episode is John Paul Jones, that question. Can you imagine John Paul Jones in a kilt? Oh, at the it Highland was- Games? It would have been amazing. <laughs> I absolutely would have You're loved absolutely it. right. That's, that would have been amazing. It would have, and he would have really fit in. He would have looked like a Highlander mm-hmm. and like he just would have been. He would have been great. He could have just stayed there. Oh my God. He just, yeah, could have, I know. could have opened a pub, John, uh, the, the John Paul Jones. That's, oh, you're totally right. I, I would know. have, I would have loved it. Maybe people he, would have been like, oh, is this, this is either the Led Zeppelin, you know, or, <laughs> um, or it's, it's from Patch Red. I don't know. I would say, um, rock music is not my strong suit. So mm-hmm. I only recently learned that John Paul Jones was the name of a member of Led Zeppelin. Yes. Like mm-hmm. all I know about Led Zeppelin is from the client when Susan Sarandon and Brad Renfro, oh, when, yes, when he's right. quizzing her and he's like, what are the names of the first four Led Zeppelin albums? And she's mm-hmm. like, one, two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. And then Almost Famous is like tied for my favorite movie of all time. And oh. Led Zeppelin's a huge part of it. Tangerine yeah. is like one of yes. the best musical cues in that, in it that is movie. Great. And, and that's Every like, musical cue in that movie is great. Yeah. Yes, oh agree. my God. The use of Mona Lisa's and Mad mm-hmm. Hatter's. And, and it's also awesome. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just great, mm-hmm. great stuff. That's all I really know about Led Zeppelin. And so I only okay, so recently yeah, yeah. learned. But now you know. Now I know the name As of the If John Paul Jones couldn't get any better, yeah, their basis was John Paul Jones. Isn't it possible John Paul Jones only like like it, did his parents name him after the Led Zeppelin basis? No, honestly, I don't even know if it's a bad it's like a weird it's not even a B side. It's like a what do they call the um Almost famous, uh, the bootleg edition or whatever, the long. Oh yeah, the director's commentary. I think commentary. it's a bachelor. It's a bachelor party bootleg edition, and just with John Paul Jones, and just finding out more about John that. Paul Jones. Last week we did a full get John, John Paul, Paul Jones, Jones on here. I would love and to. ask every question you want to ask. Him. I would love to. I think he is today in paradise. However, 
It could be. He I don't could, know. Yeah, who knows? Unless he's not like the first I would round be cast. stunned to not do a, a season of Bachelor Party without John Paul Jones. I know. But, we we got to get John Paul Jones you know. in the house, even if it means going to Maryland mm-hmm. where he lives. And That's right. Yeah, exactly. I think also just John Paul Jones is like one of the unexpected mm-hmm. gifts of this season. I yes. guess you know someone like that when he's cast is going to be fun. He is good, but again, it didn't feel like, like that feels like that's who John Paul Jones is. Yeah. So- As opposed to like, I think the, you know, and I mentioned, I always swore I'd never say his name again. I mentioned him last week and I mentioned him today. Waboom. Oh, yeah. Where it was like, okay, clearly you're a guy with a Jim Carrey impression who was not let in at either UCB, Second City, or Groundlings. Yeah. And we're like, okay, well, I'm going to go, go to Bachelorette, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, someone tweeted at me that John Paul Jones, one of his great sweaters from this season, is mm-hmm. literally the same one from that Jeff Bridges wears in the Big Lebowski. Yes, which mm-hmm. is I didn't I didn't notice. It's amazing. Yeah, it's so great. But that's the kind of thing where you're like, is this just John Paul Jones being funny? Is this an Easter egg? Like, what's going on with no. JPJ? I it's think he'd buy tell. one of those. Have you ever seen those sweaters that have the same design as the carpet in The Shining? No, it's amazing. I think, <laughs> but I want to see him wear that one now. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll take a look for that as well. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, exactly. When he does the podcast, he can gift him. With Maybe that. I'll be wearing that or something. Oh my god, be amazing. Who knows? I know. So yeah, so Lucas shows himself the door, mm-hmm. and everyone seems like a little disappointed. I think Lucas seemed liked by his colleagues, his cohort. Well, his and obviously, it became sort of a you have to pick one side. It's a rallying, and cry. so everybody picked Lucas. Of yes, course, everyone yeah. picked Lucas. Mm-hmm. I think they were sad he was gone. Yeah. We lost one other person, I think. Oh, Devin, yeah. right? De- Devin, JPJ, mm-hmm. and Lucas, they're all out now. And you're just like, okay, you guys are mm-hmm. farewell. See you later. Yeah. So we lost JPJ, Devin, and Lucas. Yeah. And and then, it, and mm-hmm. then finally, it kind of puts an end to that saga. And then the guys, they have not moved on. And I can't, mm-hmm. and Chris Harrison comes in to tell them they're going to Scotland. They mm-hmm. all seem pretty excited. I think Scotland's a good destination. Well, do you remember the last time we did Scotland? No, I don't. Emily Maynard season. Oh, I didn't recall that at all. We did a Highland Games. I remember the Highland Games date. Sean oh. Lowe had a very oh, good showing. Cool. Chris Bukowski, uh, a little too much under the kilt we saw. So um, <laughs> so this is, I didn't remember that at all, I guess. Forebearers, really, of both of their Bachelor careers. Yeah, absolutely. Sean Lowe, big, strong guy. Chris Bukowski. Interesting. Manor. <laughs> didn't remember that at all. <laughs> yeah. I can't even remember the kilts previously. But you know, all, here's what's funny. It's like, I, I'm sort of the font of all the sort of past Badger things. You know everything that happens after. Oh, after I can tell that. you their Instagram, like sure. what they do, I mean, well, like they do this. Yeah, exactly. I think one of my one of my reasons mm-hmm. I'm di- I have my disinterest in Luke is that I identify mm-hmm. with his stalkerness, and I'm like, yeah, you probably creep on Instagram too, man. There you go. Yeah, just see? kidding. I, I'm not as no. creepy as him. But, but yeah, you sort of know what happens to them after. I know before, and then and once they hit, this, yeah, once they hit my radar, is always like Benjamin Button. We meet in the middle. Sure. You know, <laughs> once they hit my radar, I check in on them periodically, right. every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I don't follow too many of them though. No. It's not good content. I'm not trying to buy any tummy tea. So that's <laughs> no. not gummy for me. hair. You have you have such nice hair. I can't imagine you need gummy <laughs> bears you. to keep it as luxurious. That's the most bizarre thing mm-hmm. I've, I've ever heard of. But yes, whatever. Very strange. So they go to Scotland, and the hate for Luke P really comes out there. Uh, we'll talk about the Highland Games in a little bit, but mm-hmm. before Luke P gets to go on his one-on-one, I actually felt bad for him. He walks into the oh, living room. I thought this was like an ad or something. Before Luke P goes on his one-on-one, let's <laughs> no. talk about, you know. It's too okay. soon for the ad, Let's talk about Casper Mattress. We'll get there. Okay. Um, so yeah, before he goes, he walks in. And he, again, we talked about this a little bit last week. Yeah. This is where I have empathy because he clearly does not have a friend in us. He's trying to make 
Yeah. You know, j- just for, will somebody talk to me? For whatever reason, Garrett and Dylan just decide to become like the face of the anti-Luke <laughs> yeah, P campaign. And well, I think like, they sort of, do, you know, as, as you talked about, there's the the small scrum, to yeah. use a rugby analogy, sure. that we know are sort of in it. Yeah. We'll and then the other one. So the other one's like, well, okay, I guess I should just be, yeah. you know, part and, of the... I, be- I think it's Kevin. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. It's one of the brunettes and <laughs> and Garrett. And they just decide that like they're gonna get like confront him on behalf of everyone mm-hmm. else. And one of yeah. them's like, keep our name out of your mouth. Yeah, whatever you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was just like, mm-hmm. and Luke was actually trying. He was like, he was, heard you guys mm-hmm. had a crazy group date. Like I yeah. actually, I really felt. No, for I him. felt bad when he's like, I heard you guys had kilts and stuff yeah. on our site. I, I felt really bad. Too. I did too. Like that was actually like this is a mean. Remember that scene in Bad News Bears where Kelly never like, seen it. Oh my God! You never saw bad news bears. No. Long story short, the coach tells the best player in the game before the finals, like, if there's a ball near you, you go for it. Don't let the. So he basically plays the whole game, none of them play, and then he comes over and tries to warm up, and nobody will warm up with him. My God! And here it's like Luke P comes in, and he's trying to at least say, like I, I felt really bad. Yeah, yeah. I felt really bad for him. I did too. Like and, that's not okay. And also. Like, do you guys have to be so petty? It was just like kind of pathetic. I just felt, I felt like mm-hmm. all of the guys who were like, I'm taking a stand against Luke P. It's just like, what a waste of time. I think he, he's he got some culpability here with the Luke S stuff. He played both sides. Like either he should say, I don't care. I was, I, I don't I believe the, the guy is the sincere. Moment. Yeah. I was in the, you know, I did this thing in the rugby field. And then of course it gets, she's asking about Luke S. And I say, look, I don't think the guy's necessarily here for the right reasons. Right. You know, he kept sort of talking on both sides of his mouth. So I get that. Right. And he probably maybe should have owned up to it. I don't know, but I did feel bad. I didn't think he necessarily needed to be shunned yeah. that way. To- I com- mm-hmm. I completely agree with you. And but, it also happened earlier in the episode during the group date. Mm-hmm. He and Mike were the only ones in well, the house. And, and Mike was like so awkward with him. They're just really, mm-hmm. And there's that one shot. Well, Mike, as we silently. saw, sort of declared. He goes like basically not in the way, like you said, where the guys did in front of us, but he says in his ITM, like, well, I'm, I'm getting into this now. Yeah, he's you know, like, well, I'm going to take care of Luke P. And I, I wonder if that's, Mike does seem like he's got a lot of like mm-hmm. hubris and he seems very confident. Well, he's he's okay. And maybe that's just when you're in the military, like yeah. you're okay with confrontation. Totally. You know, he sort of says, you know, he said it starting in episode two. You yeah. know, it's like, I'm not really afraid of you. Mike was wearing a great outfit when they were just hanging out in the living room. I it was awesome. I noticed he was wearing Chelsea mm-hmm. boots. He just, he looked really good. Mike dresses he, very well. He does. Sharp dresser. He is, it's hard to find anything wrong with him. Great smile, sharp dresser. My, I like their one-on-one, which I thought was fun. Yeah, we'll come back to that. Mm-hmm. I, um, my problem with, with Mike is how he talks about a girlfriend. I'm just like, Ugh. You think he's a little too smooth? It's not even like smooth to me. It's like too influenced by Game of Thrones. Like he keeps talking about mm-hmm. his queen and- it just seems like a very conventional view of women in relationships, yeah. which like- It's a good point. Which it's, just, mm-hmm. it's just very conventional. And, I and think that, that might, I hear that. Yeah, I think absolutely. someone in the military, mm-hmm. that's also maybe not You surprising. think this is how he would have spoken to Hannah G or Debbie yes. or whoever it yeah. was. Yeah. And, Tasha, and, Kaylin, and that, totally. anyone. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. it's just sort of like, there's not a passion for Hannah. There's a passion for a relationship and for the process. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and again, if, if you're, mm-hmm. you know- I. I have been so embarrassed mm-hmm. by how little I know about the military and being in the Air Force as it relates to discussing Mike. But I do think there's like, if you're used to convention mm-hmm. and you're used to following a process and protocol, mm-hmm. maybe that applies to other parts of your life as well. But that's I, just kind of like, for me, why I'm not into him. I will say, he touched on it a little bit. Because he was one of those guys that I remember, like I remember Demi, I think I said, when they come in for their airport casting before they're yeah. on the show. And there's certain ones you're like, oh, this guy. And he was somebody you knew right away. You just... 
he had this magnetism. You really liked him. He does seem magnetic. He's amazing. He's just a great guy. And we talked about it a little bit, but you don't have time to to really get into it. But the story of his the miscarriage. fiance with the miscarriage yeah. is really sad. Like yeah. he still acknowledges the day that it happened totally. and he remembers it and he and he treats that like a not like the well that was the woman I was yeah. with so I do hear you the way he's courting Hannah it yeah. looks like that, that I, I think mm-hmm. I, I like him as a person I just don't yeah. like him as like a potential no, I boyfriend understand or all suitor that. I, I, I hear that yeah he um, he does seem like a great guy though and, yeah. and when he opened up to her about that story mm-hmm. it was it was very it was sweet. good but even yeah, you just don't have enough time to, to show it all but yeah. he really that's when you really hear him talk about it it was just it, it broke his heart he also seems genuine mm-hmm. he seems like also he is genuine I also I prefer people who are like rude and obnoxious to fakeness and mm-hmm. he definitely is more like on the rude and obnoxious side of things I hate yeah. I hate fake he's, and he's yeah. definitely not that at all no he's not that at all I do like him and their their mm-hmm. date was sweet I mean they went to they did like a, kind of yeah. like walked around yeah. Scotland I think that was in it was fun those local culture dates which yes. are those they're fun. always kind of a go-to, but they live or die on the couple. Also, you see in the blue. Well, that's funny you say that because I feel like if I were on one of them, I'd prefer mm-hmm. that because when you don't actually know this person and you're just mm-hmm. alone, it's a lot of pressure to like make it conversation is. the whole time and like get to know each other. I feel like I would start making out just to fill the time. I would yeah. just be like, no, it okay. is. <laughs> it's 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 true. Absolutely. And we saw in the blooper, like they go into this bookstore and this guy's reading them a story. And, and I thought that like seemed fun and funny. And then he made some sort of analogy to, you know, the size of Mike's feet. And yes. it was like, sort of, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's Hannah like, probably wow. loved it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure she did. Right yeah, she definitely said that is up her alley. Yeah. She, but she seemed like she's. We're not going a long way to get back to Luke. P, I know. I can't. Where he's I just can't he's been shunned by that. But at least you saw a layer there of the. And I feel like we got more of that than we did even on the one on one, which we can do. But oh yeah, let's talk about his one on one. So Luke does get it after the guys mm-hmm. are very rude to him, and they go out to like a cliff. And the fir- the thing that really drew my attention was the drone shots and how they showed off all the greenery mm-hmm. and, and drones I, have been one of the great things for the show. I mean. That's how long the show's been on and I've been with the show that I remember when they first showed a drone and it was like, wow, it's this kind is of amazing. It's show. I mean. It's it's fairly new. But probably, and also this show is, predates HDTV. Mm-hmm. I mean, when did it switch oh, to it, HD? Oh, it's, it's- 2010 It switched probably? to, Jake Pavelka's was the first season that of That was HD. 09 or 10. It was, that's exactly right. And uh, uh, it's, it's, it's getting way too in the details. But basically <laughs> it was about like, we had asked the studio to, to go into HD- and then, um, like, never told us. We said, yeah, what, what it would it cost me to see if we get it? And then they shot it in HD and then said, oh, here's the film. We're like, we didn't tell you to do it oh yet. Oh, my God, like, that's so you. funny. <laughs> but in HD since Jake. It, lo- yeah. it looked mm-hmm. beautiful. It's gorgeous, yeah. And then it's one of the more raw and mm-hmm. honest dates that we've seen on this show, like, really ever. They, they it is, but it feels like they go a long way to get nowhere. Nowhere. Literally, literally nowhere. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with Luke P. And why I, I find found him so boring. it frustrating. And... I couldn't tell when she has that moment with producers if she's begging them to give her a reason to send him home. Yeah. Like, I don't think it is the, I need to keep him around because he's good TV or I need to keep him around because I have this attraction. Like, if you give me a reason, I'll send him home. Hannah seems genuinely confused. So what happens mm-hmm. is they go to this cliff. Befumbled, as you yeah. would say. Yes, befumbled. <laughs> They're sitting on the edge. And, and I like that they kind of get into 
wow, this was a weird time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, it's been rocky for the last mm-hmm. few weeks. All the guys are talking about yeah. you. And she asks him not to explain what's happened, but how it's affected him, basically. Right. And mm-hmm. I, w- I, will, I will say, Dor Hannah, I don't think she does a great job of expressing to him what she's looking for no. in that moment. She's like, how does this make you feel? Right. How does this change mm-hmm. how you feel about me? And I think what she's really looking for is like for Luke to basically Although, have some inner I reflection. I will say, if Luke had said... Again, the way I would have played it was I would have said, it's really hard. Like, yeah. the guys, I'm hanging on by a thread to be here for you. I believe so much in you, but it is hard. Like, yeah. I don't have a friend. I don't have anyone I could talk to. I couldn't say, you know how I psyched myself up at this date? By taking a walk by myself. Right. Like, because you see, there's other <laughs> guys the that I know. Music. Duh. Duh, duh, <laughs> duh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I had to do a damn montage. Um, but... You know, like if it was say Tyler C on the date. Yeah. I don't know why I keep going to him. I because should go to somebody else because then you're going to get you off do, on that. You I know. derail me because you but bring was, up Tyler C. It's unfair. But if it was Tyler C and Michael sitting there, you know, they would have been talking about, oh, the date. Michael would have talked about how great his date was. And I'm yeah. so excited for you to have this time and see what she's like when it's just one of I mean, the guy had to sit there by himself. He comes back to the guy. The guys don't want to talk to him about their date. Yeah. Like it really was, I think it had he said that, she would have, it probably would have diffused everything. If I anything, right, but I, think- I think it would have sent him into a, it would have been hard for him to not be like really, really, really front runner. Right. I think that's a good point, but I think it speaks to the fact that he is not comfortable being vulnerable or seeing yeah. He's also not anything- used to being in that position. Yeah. But the other thing, and we talked about this a little bit last week too, the fact he's so nonplussed by it though. I know. It, it just, really doesn't bother him. It's like he's he's kind of like Wolverine, just like mm-hmm. batting things away. And like, <laughs> yeah, exactly, it's like, it's right. like a bullet hits him and just bounces Including off. feelings. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. And mm-hmm. it, he just seems like a bot of some kind. <laughs> it's, it's weird because he also... He just returns to this creepy smile all the time. I, I was as I was watching, I was like, "What's my problem with Luke?" And he's just really smarmy. That's where I've landed. Well, he does that thing that drives her crazy, where he goes, "This is hard for me. Everybody loves me." I know. Where I go, and then she loses mm-hmm. her mind, and I she know. was, and she was like, "Don't you see how that could be seen as boastful?" Yeah. And I really mm-hmm. like that. I just felt like that was a very no. I think that that is it. the again talking to how great Hannah is. This is the litmus test for these ones to me. Is like okay, put somebody else in that moment yeah and how they would have handled it it's true and she clearly like i thought that's that's what's so great right and the key moment of this episode though is when she's really exasperated by his lack of reflection Mm -hmm. how he won't speak to how he's feeling and how he's just being really arrogant yeah and she gets up and she asks for a few minutes and she goes and talks to the two producers and you brought this moment up Mm -hmm. she is basically looking for them I don't think to give her an out. I don't think she's like, help me figure mm-hmm. out like what to, to yeah. like, let's get rid of him. But I think she's so confused about how, yeah. how she feels one way, mm-hmm. but she yeah. is thinking another. And she actually says that later in the episode. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was kind of cool to see where she was like, ask the producers to go talk to him. And they're mm-hmm. like, no, you do it. Yeah. And I, I like that. Is that how it usually goes? Well, yeah. What do you think? Of know. course. That's how it has to go. Yeah. We, don't, we don't get to see this kind but of it thing doesn't, very often. It, it doesn't help you at all in the in the long run you the show lives or dies by these couples yeah. in the end and it's not helping the short term fix of you know going over and talking and facilitating things to make you know either the show better or have it go one way is not going to help you in right. the long run right right also by the way how much better is it to watch Hannah talk to anyone than oh, anyone of course you know like that's a great scene anyway um so yeah, it's just, it's cool to like see that moment. We don't usually get to mm-hmm. see it. And then she goes back to him. And it's funny, I like I said this earlier, she does like look so much more frazzled than mm-hmm. she has on any other date. Yes. And it's really funny. I feel like a lot of people can relate to this, like where you're obviously just, 
you know that someone is bad for you and you should like mm-hmm. quit them, but you just can't. I know. And you're seeing that happen to her in real time and she's forced to process it on television. And I think if it was even a little bit, but we did see with the massage scene is probably the best thing to point to. Yeah, she's just, that she's she's just crazy attracted to him. She can't help herself. Yeah, you know, absolutely. But I think there's also, again, it's not just the physical. It is the, this is a guy that if I hadn't, been on the show or wasn't mm-hmm. doing anything or was in real life, I would be dating this guy. Right. I imagine if, say, somebody else was The Bachelorette mm-hmm. and uh, Hannah went down to paradise and Luke was on this season and he left early and he went down to paradise, they would be one of those couples that hooks up day one and then you sort of never see them until the right. end when he proposes They're because sort of that's like sort of it. To win it. Yeah, exactly. Right. It would, and then and in real mm-hmm. life, you get the chance to like, Suss out if this person is a liar mm-hmm. on your own, and, right? And, and mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah. But he, um, he almost seemed obstinate in the mm-hmm. way he was not acknowledging what she wanted, right? And more than that, he wasn't really responsive to her clearly mm-hmm. being emotional. I thought that was the weirdest yes. thing, where she's getting upset and he's just immovable. He mm-hmm. does not even say right. anything. He's just sort yeah. of like, mm-hmm. he's like, "Is this what you wanted to hear?" And he yeah. just he just defaults to talking himself mm-hmm. up. It's hilarious. Yeah. And then she's just like, "Okay, let's just go look at this castle," and yeah. they just start walking around. Mm-hmm. And I thought that I thought that was like kind of hilarious. Yeah, it was odd. But she also, what I found frustrating is, I actually really like. Like I said, my heart goes out to Luke P. I want to know more about him. And other than Jesus coming to him in the shower, yeah, like we don't know anything about him. And I would like to know: Do you like spaghetti or macaroni and cheese? Like, do yes, you like that? Was a like great he didn't line. offer up one thing about himself. No personal details. Yeah, that's true. We don't. Do you we, think he doesn't know this about himself? Or I like I was trying to figure why. Everybody has some story. Even if your life has been pretty straight and narrow, you've got something. It's hard to understand, like, who this guy is. And also, yeah. the fact that his job is listed as his import-export manager, the Art Vandalay, is just, exactly. is so, just true. so ridiculous. I know. What does that mean? That was the thing. It was the always, that's why Art Vandalay, that was his job, because... It means nothing. It means nothing. And, and that's so, the thing, yeah. I, we don't know anything about Luke. Also, he's only 24. I, for mm-hmm. some reason, I think he seems younger. Or sorry, I think he seems older. Oh, I was going to say, he does not seem younger. Yeah, no, I agree. Older, he seems older. But he's only 24, which mm-hmm. means that he's only had his Jesus revelation like recently. So maybe yeah. he is also a different person and he mm-hmm. doesn't know who he is. Because that's true too, yeah. you get the impression that he was like a big time player. He's what I imagine mm-hmm. Tyler was like in college as well, where he was just like a like a big player, yeah. slap with a ton of girls. Mm-hmm. I mean, he said that. Yeah. But he, mm-hmm. who knows, like if he's performed or changed and whatnot. I think he is, and I can't say too much about the rest of the season, but mm-hmm. I think something clearly happened to him, whether it was a revelation or, like, he is in a mindset of, I do need to settle down. Yeah. I don't think he needs to sleep with a bunch of women anymore. Like, even, you know, like, he, he wants to get married. And sure. Have a, he does want all that. It's funny he doesn't have a Southern accent because he's, I feel like if he did, the way that I, at least I would mm-hmm. perceive him, would be really different just because he doesn't really have an accent. I mean, he, he's he's kind of like Canvas such a still. weird. He is, Except, yeah. and mm-hmm. and I think that contributes to why he seems like such a sociopath. Yeah, because it's hard to like point to facts about him mm-hmm. that you're like, well, we know this or well, we know that. Like, it's mm-hmm. just it's hard to make him redeemable with so little information other than him mm-hmm. like staying on message and that message is being arrogant and yes. like having everything bounce off of him. But he was also. I don't know if I called vulnerable, but he's the one that said, like, I'm in love with you. Yeah. So it's sort of, it's not, he that's never so once. Fake. He was but not he's in never, love with her. No, but he's never once said, like, you need to come to me. Like, he yeah. hasn't tried to flip the script or anything and say, like, 
yeah, you need to be in love with me. He just wants to like that. pursue her. Mm-hmm. And like, that's that. Yeah. I think the game well, is I very, think he likes the game. But it is very robotic in mm-hmm. the, you know, that was always the Terminator thing. It was just, sure. he won't stop until you're dead. <laughs> he and won't that stop was until it. he gets to propose. Until, until you are engaged. <laughs> He's probably like excited to meet Neil Lane. Just wants more time with him. Oh, God. If he gets there, and this episode ends mm-hmm. with her not giving him the rose. Yes, I know. And, but Just that- so everybody knows, quick public service announcement, because everyone gets pissed off with the, oh, we're never back... We'll be back next week on sort of schedule. Ending with the rose ceremony. Ending with the rose ceremony, and then we're sort of there on the way. I all recall the way you, out, yeah. there was one season where there was a lot of cliffhangers, and I remember you saying that people did not respond kindly it to that. It was not a, we sort of, and that was kind of our thing. We went into it thinking, well, cliffhangers will be better because, you know, you look at everything, and it used to be back in the early days of the show, the rose ceremony was the high point of the show. Mm-hmm. And then you'd look at the minute by minutes, and they'd start going down. Like oh, people didn't really care. And I was like, okay, how do we... I feel the same way. Rose ceremony, yeah. who cares? It does feel that way. I think that the show has gotten better at editing them where you now get sound bites from the guys. Like, yes. Which if you watch the old ones, you didn't have that. Right. It was Remember, it was just, just stand rose, stand rose. And now it is the, okay, if he gets a rose and I don't, like... I also think yeah. the, the bloopers have become essential. The bloopers yes. at the end of the credits are funny. You those le- have always been there. You though. learn about those. This is what's interesting, though, is that's because The Bachelor's been on so long it's grandfathered in to, to a credit sequence. Because oh, now you don't get a credit sequence. Interesting. Does the mm-hmm. network control that? Like they let you have it or not? Well, nobody gets it. Oh, interesting. You get it now because you had it in 2002. They still were doing that. Right. And now it just mm-hmm. ends. And they now it just the ends. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about how Hannah does not send him home. But first, let's talk about today's sponsors. What better way to celebrate Hannah B's journey to find love than with something delightfully bubbly? Certainly would love one of these in scenic Scotland. New Cape Line sparkling cocktails of all the flavor you want and nothing you don't. Discover the margarita, hard strawberry lemonade, and blackberry mojito of your dreams with just six simple ingredients and nothing artificial. Go to capeline.com and find out where to buy a six or 12 pack of these beauties. Get them in your fridge and get ready to open up a can of having it all. Welcome to Cape Line. Celebrate responsibly. 2019 Cape Line Beverages, Memphis, Tennessee. Do you want to get paid to shop? If so, check out Drop. It's a free app that gives you cash rewards for the shopping you do every day. Link your debit and credit cards to the app, select the stores you love, and earn points each time you spend. Then redeem your points for gift cards to places like Amazon, Sephora, Lululemon, and more. The more you spend, the more Drop gets to know you. It's a personalized shopping experience designed to get you rewarded as quickly as possible. Unlike most reward programs, you're able to earn across a ton of brands whenever you want. No phone calls or receipt scanning because everything is done through the app automatically. You'll accumulate points quickly because the brands you're earning from are the ones you literally spend with every day. For example, if you need to get some new makeup at Sephora, why wouldn't you use a drop app? That way you can save a few bucks on when you get your next, I don't know, I always order my uh, under eye concealer there. So that's what I would do. If you're interested, you can, for a limited time, go to the App Store or Google Play and sign up for Drop using the code BACHELOR. You'll receive a $10 Starbucks gift card right away. Make sure to link a debit or credit card to the app when you sign up to redeem your reward. So Hannah does not give him a rose. Yes. But we don't know if he leaves. And mm-hmm. so on this, on the next week on for next week, you see yes. Luke in church. Mm-hmm. And, and at right. first it shows him from the back and he's wearing a jacket. Mm-hmm. So clearly what you see is she didn't give him a rose, but she didn't say, she didn't say you're not going to have a creepy luggage guy coming in, taking yeah. luggage, all the guys <laughs> popping champagne. 
which is always like one of my favorite scenes the, of the season. The episode did try to trick you because yeah. you don't you don't always get the mm-hmm. shot of someone packing their luggage before they're one on one. But we did mm-hmm. see Luke doing it, so they tried yeah. to trick mm-hmm. us. Didn't work. Yeah, and and, and we, so clearly, you know, it's the I can't give you the rose, but I'm not sending you home. Right, and mm-hmm. I think that's we knew that she just is like so mm-hmm. much indecision regarding yeah. Luke, and that's why she turned to the producer. But it's odd, like clearly. She can't say goodbye to this guy, so why not just give him the rose? Although she likes to put him on probation. How long, let's say, they get through all this, she finds that they have, you know, they have a great hometown, they have a great fantasy suite, her family loves him, he proposes, she engages. How long, I mean, what do you think that would be like? By the way, the first thing, I think part of the problem with that happily ever after thing with Uh Ben and Lauren was they were like a a perfectly fine couple. Like, there's no... this one, don't you think that's the spinoff you want to see? Oh my God, they would fight all because the time. Because they'd be fighting all the time. Yeah. And she's always, it's like a dog on a on a leash that she she yanks the leash to keep him in line. And this is like when she said, look, I call the shots or I'll I'll give you time when I'm ready to give him time. And I think this is with the rose give. It's like, yeah, I'll give you the rose when I'm ready to give you the rose. Totally. It's like, putting, like you're, you're right. not going home. It's right. It's like putting him on probation mm-hmm. and kind of like. But you're on probation. I'm not giving you the rose now. It's kind of, although this happens to a lot of couples, mm-hmm. their relationship is the fighting, basically. And interesting. Wow. And so <laughs> there's not like a kind of like mm-hmm. at rest look for that. Like yes. There's not like a normal, this is how we are together. Right. And so she kind mm-hmm. of like has to keep the fighting going mm-hmm. because that's like what is now based on it's either like mm-hmm. this like crazy passion yep. in one way mm-hmm. where they're doing the massages and making out yeah. or they're fighting and like mm-hmm. and arguing. And a lot of, a lot of couples are like that, I think. And it, you can't mm-hmm. last. I mean, they would never last as long-term. I mean, they're both young. They're both 24. Maybe they like grow up together and figure it out, but it doesn't, it just seems like it'd be so volatile. And on both sides, the friends would be like, what are you doing? Like, wow. end this now. I don't know if Love Line is still on, but if it <laughs> is or is not, like, you totally should be doing that. That was fantastic. Thank you. It was very astute. Where are you at, Dr. Drew? <laughs> that's right, yeah. I, I have problems with how he's hosted all the Teen Mom After Shows, but yeah, that, that's for Where did podcast. that come from? That's for, I know. for another yeah. time. Mm-hmm. I used to love the Love Line radio show. Oh, it was great. I used to listen to it on my Walkman Him, yes. before I go to sleep at night. Right. That's right. Yep, I know. Incredible. It was great, yeah. Um, but so yeah, Luke P is sticking around. Mm-hmm. I noticed in the blooper, it shows him from back from behind so mm-hmm. you can see that he's at church and then it shows him to the front and he's taking his jacket off. Mm-hmm. And so at first I was like, are they tricking us? Is that even the same guy? But you could see underneath his jacket a little bit of a shirt that he's then seeing in the, mm-hmm. in the forward shot. Um, I like how you're not going the next on the blooper too, by the way. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yes, <laughs> the, the you can see that clearly, yeah. It is. is him, and he's mm-hmm. either there for a really long time and taking his jacket off because mm-hmm. he gets hot, mm-hmm. or shot twice. Who's to say? Right. <laughs> um, but in a tease, he's still around. Mm-hmm. So we'll, the Luke drama carries on into a, yet another week. Yeah, and you can see it's like yeah. There's just no way she she can. Say, she's not done with it yet. Mm-hmm. She, which is really a but bummer. she still knows nothing about. I mean, I'm you know. I mean, we'll see. You know, as you get to really those pivotal episodes is episode seven, right before hometowns, where you start to say, "Okay, yeah. here's here's who you're going to meet if you go to my hometown." Right. So if Luke is around, like, what what is he even going to say then? Like, right. We, I, I mean, do you think he has siblings? Do you think he, I, the whole thing is just so question. interesting? Does, I know. Does Luke have siblings? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a yes, and he doesn't get along with them. He's the Aaron Rodgers of his family. Oh, wow. That's my— that- Always calling out—you love that Rodgers family <laughs> drama. I so do. That's mm-hmm. my take, though. Like, Luke probably has, like, a few brothers, and mm-hmm. the brothers all get along really well, and they don't like Luke. And that's why he's so mm-hmm. used to the guys not liking him, and it bounces yeah. off of him. He's just never really fit in. Too arrogant for his own good. That's my take. yeah. Yeah, I could see that. If you were scripting it, that's exactly how you'd script it, so— 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, thank yeah. you. I mean, You're welcome. Yeah. My command of narrative was, is. is strong for The Bachelor, <laughs> it, I guess. It is, yes. I guess. Um, but yeah, and then, so it seems like she just doesn't know mm-hmm. what to do with him and he'll, yeah. he'll be. But what we also see is, as opposed to, you know, we talk about this all the time, is the JoJo season, you just sort of knew mm-hmm. this was Jordan's to lose. Like, that was it. Here, this is so weird where it's like, he was sort of in the Jordan space, I feel, the first few weeks. And then these guys have now, you know, snuck in. It seems like there's, as we've discussed, there's a real pool and mm-hmm. it could go and it could go in any way. I mean, look at the difference between Jed walking in on the massage thing there. Mm-hmm. And it feels like Jed was, you know, fine, he was one of them to now he's a legitimate front runner. Uh-huh. Like, I think Luke sort of was excited. So he's like, yeah, that guy's not competition. Now he's competition. Yes. Now, and now they're like, mm-hmm. now they're like taking him seriously, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about the group date now, finally, which is another opportunity yes. to discuss Tyler. They do the Highland Games, and everyone comments, including Hannah, that it's like the most fun group date there's been. And it's yeah, and it's because mm-hmm. Luke is not on it. Yeah, that's how. Because usually how is that? this is the problem on not problem, but on Bachelorette, in terms of a TV, because you got to make twenty two hours of TV. Yeah, there's not a lot of tension usually because the guys all like each other. Right. You know, they definitely they bro down more, even here where. They're pretty much all into Hannah. Right. They all like her. They do. They also, the guys mm-hmm. seem like they're having fun. I, but they're having fun. They're finding a way to do it. So this is this is usually what these group dates are like. Right. And it's just, it is amazing though. That, and it has yeah. made the group dates more interesting because mm-hmm. usually you can just kind of breeze right past right, them. Right, yeah. This one, I think the most notable moment was Jed won. Mm-hmm. And is this the second time he's won a group date? Like this? Yes. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it is. He won, and she kissed him in front of all the other guys. Yeah. And I've but she kissed I, the way she kissed him is very different than the way clearly she kissed him on their one on one at the night portion. Oh yeah, but it felt more like a but it, it was like a pack. I you did I noticed that too that it's like we usually don't see that regardless. Yeah, in front of the other guys, I thought it was a bad move. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like interesting. A, I thought that if I'm any of the other ones, I'm just like, well, Tyler comments on it. But I just feel like, I've also heard from leads that one of the toughest part about being the lead mm-hmm. is both protecting a relationship and protecting like everyone there. Like it's yeah. kind of on you to control mm-hmm. how, it, like for yeah. it's on Hannah to control how she interacts with Luke and, and Jed and whomever in front of the other dudes. And I thought that was like not particularly protective of anyone. It sort of exposed everyone to ridicule when she, and I'm not, I'm not trying to like, by yeah. no means am I slut shaming her. I'm like, as I said, have sex if you'd like to. Yeah. Go, go for it, girl. Yeah. But I just think it's bad strategy to wrestle with Jed and then make, and then kiss him in front of everyone else. I just yeah. felt like that was bad No, Jed is the one who, by the way, said, Let's I want to wrestle you to yes. the ground. So it's yes. not like- Good she, strategy yeah. by mm-hmm. him. Oh yeah, exactly. Bad Genius. strategy by her. Mm-hmm. D- like, I would have held him at bay a little bit more. Yeah. But Hannah just like, obviously loves to make out. Yeah. Which we've seen a lot of from her. Do you think Jed went home that night and wrote a song called Highland Games? Probably. Yeah. Did, he, did he try? I, I didn't notice in the traveling footage if he had his guitar with him or not. I couldn't see. I think see. it comes up. Probably does. Yeah. Does he allow anyone to check that or is he worried about it breaking? I wouldn't. I wouldn't check that. Most musicians I've noticed put it in the overhead. Yeah, because you don't want it to mm-hmm. break. I mean, I yeah. I have a sweatshirt that I'm obsessed with that if I ever lost, I would be devastated. So I wear it on every flight so that I won't really? check it. Yeah. Wow. It's a really cool sweatshirt. It's okay. a it's a PSG Jordan sweatshirt. Okay. So exclusive. So cool. can't can't lose it. Thanks, Rob. I think and for <laughs> listeners, you should Instagram that tonight so people can see it. Oh, I've Instagrammed it several times. You have. Okay. It's literally the coolest thing that I own. Okay. Cool. 
Oh. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, so Tyler's brought his guitar, or Jed, Jed brought, brought his guitar. guitar, and then mm-hmm. it's just make out central for it this is. cocktail party. She's got Tyler on the bed, mm-hmm. Pilot Pete, and probably one Pete, of the, one of the on, most charming things that's happened this season. Mm-hmm. They make out on the pool table, but Pilot Pete ha- clearly has like his game is that he has no game and it's yeah. very endearing mm-hmm. and he picks her up and like puts her on the pool table, but he hits her head on one of the lamps. Yeah. So then he does it again, like shifts her over a few inches mm-hmm. and then they just have like a really hot makeout. And oh, it's totally hot. I, they're really, she's really into him. Yeah. Really, really into pilot Pete. And I just thought that was, that was very mm-hmm. charming. I'm all in on pilot Pete. I think he is fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think he, he is. Yeah. I think he'd be a good bachelor. Lauren Zima mm-hmm. keeps Instagramming about how his face looks like a perfect mashup of, Ben and Nick, which is kind of funny to think about, but he's got a boyishness to him that I also think is very like, it is yeah unintimidating. Mm-hmm. And but he's like a he's got a real job, a real job, you know. Yes, mm-hmm. he, um, in fact, as he said, I keep up, keep up with their Instagrams. He Instagrammed having his crew meal was Chick Fil A in the cockpit of a flight the other day. Like he's oh, he's flying around. Mm-hmm. I just think that he would be a good bachelor because he would erase the stink over the the pilot bachelor that Jake Pavelka left behind. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 10 years later. <laughs> I mean, I'm still recovering from the Jake Pavelka experience. Mm-hmm. I think pilot Pete would just knock him out of everyone's mind. Do you think if he was the bachelor, should we call it on the wings of love too? Yes, absolutely. And I've always- <laughs> on the wings of love too, erasing the stink. Yes. <laughs> I always oh, thought yeah. there's a lot of reality TV opportunities mm-hmm. around being a pilot and a flight attendant. And so maybe we could tap into some of that. Well, I actually think yeah, you could create a Bravo show called Mile High. I, I would amazing. love to. When Lauren was on the show with Ben, mm-hmm. I had a lot of ideas about like the layover, Mile mm-hmm. High. I think a lot of it would be like you're in a city for 36 hours. What yeah. do you do? Or something like that. Oh my God, that's really good. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I I just think there's so much potential with Pete. Yeah. But also potential for him and Hannah. She's really into yeah. him. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he seemed like a good competitor, not great. Mm-hmm. I, I like Pete a lot. Also, He's great. He, like I said earlier, he could be like from anywhere and I would believe it. Like you could tell me he's That's from Nashville. You could tell me he's I from mean, Colorado. I have to say though, that makeout's about as steamy as anything we've seen on the show. Definitely. Yeah. And and it was also a true rom-com moment. Like Pete mm-hmm. has that kind of quality yeah. that you find that I would love to find in a Netflix rom-com these mm-hmm. days. But the redoing of it was part of the charm of it and why it yeah. was so funny. It was a great moment. Shout yeah. out to Pete. When's he going to get a one-on-one? Uh, he'll get soon. one. He'll get one soon. Don't worry. I've heard it. If you're really into someone, mm-hmm. I think Rachel said this. It's good to hold them for like episode week six ish mm-hmm. for a one on one because six is always good because seven it basically shifts into to one on ones. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's even the group dates is a one. You get a lot of one on one time because you're talking about here's what it'd be like, and they've got to make this decision. Do I want to go keep you around? Do I want to meet your family? So six is really kind of the sweet spot. A one-on-one in America is mm-hmm. is kind of a warning sign. The one-on-one. Yeah, that's true. It's, I think it's there's, not a good, I think not he, a good luck. There's like 10 commandments of Bachelor. That's like one. Yeah. A one-on-one in America. Not a good sign. Not a good sign. You at least want to make mm-hmm. it to the Caribbean, which yeah. is like, can't, if you can't go all the way to the UK, you know, mm-hmm. you, you yeah, need to get absolutely. to an island. Mm-hmm. I think it also is harder to have a one-on-one in a cold location because yes. there's lots of a hot tub opportunity. Mm-hmm. No hot tubs yet this season. We haven't seen hot tubs. Zero hot tubs. And it's tubs. a shame because the guys are, are all hot. really built. Yes. This is one of the reasons this, this season is so enjoyable. They're mm-hmm. all very attractive. They're all attractive. Even the losers. They look great without shirts off. And yeah. she's got a great, you know, she looks great. I, I mean, she she really, she wears those dresses and pantsuits and everything. Totally. Phenomenally. Why have there been no hot tubs though? Well, just locations. 
I mean, it's that's hard. never stopped The Bachelorette or The Bachelor before. Sometimes we Put look for those things. Yes, exactly. In the hot tub mm-hmm. store, in a field. We'll get, we, we will, don't worry. They will come with a vengeance on this show <laughs> very soon. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really excited about it. Um, we also kind of breeze past Mike's one-on-one, but that she seemed like she had a really fun time on that. Mike is great. I mean, you know, we said to us, we've seen, we know what his story is, which yeah. is he was engaged. They were pregnant. He was really excited to be a dad. They lost the child. It really sort of put the, it, it was just hard to get through, which I'd imagine it's hard for any couple to get yeah. through. You know, he's in the military. We know he loves his family. We saw from his package. I mean, there's just, he's a great guy. There's yeah. no negatives seems, to Mike. Seems like it. He's wonderful. He's clearly, you know, I think he he's into Hannah thing, and the idea of getting engaged. So one thing that's he really has going for him as mm-hmm. in terms of bat, being Bachelor is, um, which is like where my mind just starts mm-hmm. to go with all of this stuff. Like yeah. I was just thinking like Pilot Pete, just, you know, you, mm-hmm. could, you could project a lot onto him mm-hmm. as Bachelor with Mike. Of all these dudes, he's probably the best at talking to the camera so far. He gives really good. He is very good. He gives he's really a good, great good interviews. Chorus. Although I'll tell you, here's what's interesting. If you've noticed, there's not a lot of interview with Hannah. No, there's And not. that's because she's so good on the dates. Yeah, you don't need it. You don't need it. You don't yeah. need, it's funny. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to narrate because mm-hmm. she just does it like that's in the right. moment. Yeah. That is I, that is a good point. Mm-hmm. I think that's also one of the reasons why when she's so upset and she turns to the camera, it's like mm-hmm. it's stuck out the last yeah, few times. that's right. A question I had for you as it relates to Luke is when he's the front runner, do you also get calls like, oh, there's all this drama with him? Like how much do you hear about the contestants as filming is going on? Oh, you hear all that. Well, I mean, oh, there's the, always, the, there's the, constant the updates. Too, and and we we talk on the phone, you know, every day or every other day or yeah. whatever it is. You know, you always, part of it is you just, I'm always like just excited to hear because like I'm I'm you super know. into it. I'm like, oh my God, like this, this is great. Did you go to the finale this year? I did not. Greece is a long trip. And also we film in May right around when we're, we have upfronts. We're right. doing pilot screening, so it's tough. Right, and this year, um, as I've risen airing. up in the network, it's it's been a lot harder. <laughs> With great power, which is comes kind of a bummer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Lesson of ability. Great, to great, great responsibility. Less boondoggles. Yeah. <laughs> Fewer. It free really trips. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> did you go to any of the locations outside of LA? Uh, I did not. No, unfortunately, no. I really wanted to go. I was running the Boston Marathon oh. two weeks after we shot there. Congrats! Uh, thank you. So I would have gone had I not been going to Boston. Mm. That at that time I would have gone to the Rhode Island episode. It then. looked really nice. Rhode mm-hmm. Island is really nice. Newport, yeah. lovely. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, a friend of mine uh, was in Amsterdam for vacation and bumped into a group date. Like she just like came upon it. Oh, you're kidding? Which is me. I guess coming up in a couple of weeks. So that's we amazing. haven't seen Amsterdam yet, did but she, I know they're did going. Did she take any pictures? She sent me a photo. Yeah, that's I amazing. Actually, haven't gone back to study who was on it. Now that now that I we appreciate. So it. did she just send it to you and keep it to herself? She sent it to me and two of our friends. That's really nice. Like I appreciate yeah. that. These people who now just post public and oh, it's she on would, us. She would never. But they all post publicly you know sure um, I don't I think people who like the show don't mm-hmm. particularly want to be spoiled yeah, I think like there I is agree. a community of people mm-hmm. who like live on reddit and do want to be spoiled but like oh yeah they do absolutely I don't want to be um, no if you google these guys mm-hmm. it's hard to avoid them and then like part of the fun is of the show is like getting know. to know them but mm-hmm. I I, why I would mean, you want to be I mean knowing some I some agree things, with you the the flip side to that is you now know much more about them yeah. later. I just wish it was all afterwards. Like, yeah, it's great too. to know. Me that too. It's like when you see a movie and you start doing a deep dive into the the directors and the stars yeah. and the source material and everything. Totally. Like afterwards. With John Paul Jones. Afterwards, it's better. Yeah. I like really want to Now you can go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But was worried about finding out. Now you can go. It's not even like he was never winning, but like you just you never know mm-hmm. where it's going to lead no, you. No, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Absolutely. And so it's, it's hard to avoid them. 
But I think like it's just also the season is fun though because it's not so formulaic. That's why yes. that's kind mm-hmm. of why Hannah is great and like why it's like fun to think about who would be mm-hmm. the next Good Bachelor because it's like how do you keep iterating on the show? Which it's true. Continue. I mean, I think that we've we've learned a lot. Certainly, these last two seasons with Colton and Hannah that were unorthodox choices, probably. Yeah. Um, also, I think that you learn not that this is the reason, but I find it interesting. The ones that people have this preconceived like, oh, well, I'm not excited for that person. Right. It is better because there's no, you well, can't everyone, fall off the floor. You know, it's said like, that about Hannah. Mm-hmm. No one was excited. And they, there's much more room for being pleasantly surprised. Totally. As opposed to, you know, it's like, this is going to be the best batch ever. Right. I mean, I think the, believe it or not, the poster child for that is Juan Pablo. I believe I that. don't think anybody remembers the amount of excitement because it was Desiree's season. So we do Desiree's finale and after the final rose. And then, Chris goes, okay, do you want to meet the new Bachelor? And we do this video. Yeah. And it starts this slow tracking shot, and it starts at his feet, and goes up. He's like, my name is Juan Pablo. (laughs) The freaking audience went, you know, we thought the whole place was going to, like, collapse. My goodness. You thought you were, like, an Oakland Raiders game or something. It was crazy. Yeah, I was was at that Mm -hmm. after the final rose. And he was like— Oh, you were? Yeah, he was running up and down the Mm -hmm. studio and, like, into this, into, like, Mm -hmm. the raft or whatever, the bleachers. And people were really excited about it. Yeah, they were excited about it. And then he was the, you know— And I remember, too, it premiered huge. Like, people were legitimately excited about it. So I think it's been interesting to see these kind of people that either— Maybe they're not excited about, or it feels like a different type of bachelor than you'd normally yeah. see. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I had, there were people who told me, like other producers and stuff, that when we picked Hannah, and this was after to the after the final rose where she met the the guys, and like you guys are like ridiculous. I don't even know what you're gonna do. Like yeah. you're not gonna have a season. She can't string two words together. Well, they were wrong. They were wrong. Man, were they wrong? I've been loving it, Rob. We've just done a marathon podcasting session. Ugh. How do you feel? It's a I better feel good. Or worse than your Boston marathon. Oh gosh, I have to say about the same. <laughs> I actually though um, I can use the bathroom now. The good thing about the Boston marathon you is can stop bathrooms the way. are everywhere. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for doing this. It's always great to have you. I'll be back on Thursday, and um, yeah, we'll I'll see continue, you soon. Continue we'll to keep talking absolutely. Yeah. But as we've said. Um, I feel it even. There's a lot of good stuff coming this season. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. When hunger strikes, just remember this set of numbers. 90, 10, 1. 90 calories, 10 grams of protein, 1 gram of sugar. These are the numbers of Protein One, a bar that fills you up without loading you up. Available in four tasty flavors that will help kick your cravings. So try Protein One for your next snack emergency. They're available at all the major retailers, Target, your local grocery store, Amazon, wherever you do your food shopping. 